your girl Nina Montañez. Hey yo, what it do? It's your boy Rue, and I'm coming for you. <laughs> and this is Sofrito Speaks. Hey, welcome back, welcome back, What's welcome. Damas y caballeros, welcome to episode five of season five. Sofrito Speaks. We still going, going strong or whatever. Very COVID proof. The virus thought it got us, and it didn't. Let's get right into El Chisme, the part of the show where we let you know what had us fucked up, Jodio, these past 14 days. What's going on, sis? What had you fucked up? Honestly, I got none. That's crazy. Ay, 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 ay. I think five seasons, and I don't got shit for El Chisme. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, No. I got it because I let it go and then I had to like run through the week real quick. You remember that episode of Spongebob when it was like throw everything that doesn't have to do with fine dining and breathing? <laughs> and we threw out his name. I brought it back. I just um, want to see all those Ninas in one room. <laughs> running around. We threw out, we threw out the cheese man. Um, so I, it had recently been brought to my attention that. Not brought to my attention. You, it was. It was. It was. That my name is in other people's mouths <laughs> that it doesn't need to be in. Um, and this is my thing. Like, one thing about me, mi gente, drama, is... Drama, drama. Like, right. Like, I really remove myself from all aspects of drama. Like, I don't do drama. Like, we too You're diet grown. drama. You're so diet drama. <laughs> so we are i just like we're grown and it's just like i had made a tiktok video where i had said like listen we're grown or like i like to think that we are you know if we have a falling out i'm not dragging your name your name does not belong in my mouth anymore now if someone asks me about you i'm gonna say i hope they're doing well i wish them the best but you know misery loves company so they're gonna ask oh what happened y'all was attached at the hip we used to see y'all together all the time what happened i hope they're doing well and i wish them the best Damn, so you ain't going to tell me the tea. I hope they're doing well. And I wish you're not going to get the tea from me. Because last thing I want is for you to go run and tell that person. And that's exactly what they're going to do. Yo, I talked to Nina. She told me blah, blah, blah. No, you didn't because Nina didn't tell you. Not a thing. Thank you. So something I've always preached that. And I had recently found out that, again, um... I just like, it's just so annoying. Yo, I'm sorry, y'all. I don't She's understand. a busy woman. No, I don't want to, is that, I don't want to do this. We're going to put my, all right, we muted it. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Turn my phone my, over. My timer is going off for some reason. We both fucked up. Anyways. So it was brought to my attention that somebody, your phone's right there. Bro. I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> I can't stand him. Y'all get to watch this. Is that still like, recording? Okay. All right. Because I think it went off on that phone. <laughs> Did something pop up? No. No. We're back in every episode. Oh, There's always something. There's always something. We got bloopers for days. But anyways, so it was brought to my attention that someone that I was really cool with um, decided that they want someone who I confided in about a certain situation went to the person that I confided to them about because he, they and I had a falling out. And I like without saying too much, mi gente, I'm trying to like keep it as like, you know, reeling it in as much as I can. Okay, so I had confided in this person. You know, we like we 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 were cool, whatever, what have you, we hung out, this that and the third. 
confide in this person about a group of people I used to be friends with and like, you know, how things happened and, and, you know, setting boundaries and how that played out. When you set boundaries, you have to remove yourself from certain situations sometimes. And cool. It was cool, cool, cool. Come to find out, one of my other friends have posted on her, uh, on her, whatever, female, on her Instagram. Her and I are cool, so it don't matter. She knows she knows I'm going to talk about this. Um, I posted on her Instagram about, like, we're going into 2022, cut with the indirects where adults address a problem if you have a problem. So I hit her up, and I was like, yo, who we beefing with? What's up? You know, me, me being loyal and whatnot. To which another person that had not communicated with my said friend or myself for months, but felt the need to try and relate or um, relate on the fact that there might be a potential problem between me and this, me and my homegirl. So it hits the DMs talking about, oh, are you talking about someone that we might, that the two of us know, AKA me, because I'm the one that introduced both of these people. My homegirl was real quick with it and was like, uh, no, her and I are actually really good. Our friendship is soaring right now. We're good. She was sick of the back and forth bullshit. So she called said person and was like, what up? Like, what, what are we talking about? To which that said person had let her know that he had a conversation with someone that I had told him about, like how that person that person had hurt me and how we had a falling out. And he thought he deemed himself worthy to have a conversation with that person about me and then was like, oh, I'm finally on the other side of things on the other side of what? That's what I want to know. What are you on the other side of? Because I haven't disrespected you. I haven't dragged your name. I don't bring your name up in conversation. If people ask me about you, I hope he's doing well. He's doing well. Now, you know, now I always get hot. I try to keep it real it in and then I get pissed and then I just spill it. So here we are. Here we are, mi gente. So this person, like whatever, he was like, oh, do we, is this the same person that we're talking about? And my thing is, is like, that's where we at? You haven't spoken to my friend in Dumlong who I introduced you to, but because you thought y'all was going to relate on a specific topic, a.k.a. me, you thought you had the rights to hit her up to try and bond over whatever issues you thought she might have had. Jokes on you, my guy. She wasn't talking about me. Now you look fucking stupid. Q, um, Rihanna. You look so dumb <laughs> right now. <laughs> took me a minute i almost said beyonce (laughs) (laughs) but anyways so and not like it bothered me because yo mi gente i like i have been so to myself like i see ruben every two weeks because this is what we doing this is what we working on other than that it is it's in between like yo real quick you got this oh what real quick I, i think i hit him up once this week like hey how you feeling whatever but we don't communicate all the time me and my homegirl we communicate Every other day, or like we're sending each other scripture, or we're t- we're like sending each other like something that we should watch, or something. That, oh, this made me think of you. Like I don't talk to people. My phone at this point is just my alarm. It's an expensive ass alarm, but it's an alarm. Same. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong with that. Like I don't need to be all up in the mix. I got people hitting me up this week talking about, damn, where you been? Like we thought you deleted your shit, and I'm like, I've been minding the business that pays me going to work, going to the gym, and I go home. Like I don't owe anybody anything on social media. I don't have to do any of that. Like, until social media starts paying me, I don't owe social media anything. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it just, it bothered me that, like, you had the nerve to try it, like, and then play the victim. I don't even know if I, I don't even know if I went through what happened and how this person I had a falling out. This This man tried to talk to me while disrespectfully over something that was so minuscule and, like, was cussing at me. And I straight told him, I was like, I don't know... Me and my friends don't talk to each other like this. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so I don't know who you think you're talking to, but baby, it, you got the wrong one. Like, I straight up, we were on FaceTime. He got mad. I don't know what triggered him. I later found out what triggered him. I will take accountability for what triggered him, but I didn't talk to him crazy. Mm. Mans was like, you never let me fucking finish. You sound like my fucking mother. I said, ooh. 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 Therapy. Lord, I know you're working on me. You're working through me. You're working around me. You're working for me, baby. Help me keep calm in this moment because if we both blow up, I'm pulling up. I was at work that day. But I have 45 minutes left in that shift, baby. I was going to have my car ready and running, and I was going to pull up because I'm like, who are you talking to not like Jackson. that? You know what I'm saying? Poor Jackson was about to Jackson be in Jackson is mess. in the parking lot like, I'm not ready I'm for not this. I'm not trying to do all this. Jackson is my car. My car's <laughs> name. But anyways, so like he went off on me, and I was like, I literally was like, yo, my guy, you just triggered me, and I'm going to talk to you later because the next couple words that might come out of my mouth, I can't guarantee that I could take it back. So I'm going to have to talk to you later. Nah, but you never let me fucking fit. Bro, I told you I'm going to talk to you later because you just triggered me and it's hot right now. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to talk to you later. I'm going to have to let this go right now. That same night, he ended up at an event with a bunch of people that I had spoken to him about that, you know, why we had falling outs and like, you know, it wasn't malicious intent. It was just him being like, you know, I know you guys used to be really cool. What happened? But yo, you know what? They're really cool people. I wish them the best. Um, this is just not what I was receiving from a friendship. And when I spoke on it, it still wasn't being reciprocated. So I just, I had to take a step back. I never shit on anybody's name. I never dragged anybody. I just said, this was the part that I played in it. And this is how I took a step back. Cool. Now he's sitting at that same table with a bunch of people. And in a, yo, social media will get you in trouble. I peep in a snap that he's sitting with one specific person that hurt me the most in a very what looked like intimate conversation. And I jokingly, mind you, it was in the background of a snap that I had peeped it. And I jokingly said to my homegirl, yeah, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they were talking about me because they have nothing else to talk about but me because they don't speak ever. And come to find out months later, that's Take exactly what they were talking about. They were talking about me. And I'm like, that don't even make sense, fam. So I was upset because I'm like, yo, how am I really out here minding my own business? I'm not shitting on anybody. I'm not like I'm not doing anybody dirty. Like I'm really just out here minding my business and doing my thing and getting closer to God. And people will still have things to say. Well, honey, and, that goes back to the saying, you know, the devil will find his way back into your life. You know what I'm saying? No matter how devil's far working all the time, but I'm working harder, yo. Like, what are we talking about? And I just thought it was so whack. Like that's. It didn't plague my mind all week, but it's something that I definitely, like, went back to, like, yo, what? And then on top of that, so then it, 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 it irked me because it just gave me, like, signs of, like, other people that I've walked away from all in one person. And I was just like, yo, like, that whole saying of, like, people are in your life for a season or for a reason. And I'm like, you know what? You was here for a season. You're not about to paint me out to be the bad guy because I understand that you were only here for a season as I was only supposed to be in your life for a season. And it is what it is. Like, I'm not going to continue to go back and forth with somebody who didn't see the value in having me as a friend. But then when he finished off the conversation with my friend, he was like, I know she's a good person. She's a really good friend to have. She's really loyal. How are you? You cannot say all those great attributes about me and then still speak negatively about that. Don't, that doesn't it doesn't correlate. 
It doesn't correlate. Now, if you have a victim mentality and you just wanted someone to bond with over and try try to get someone to help justify why you're right in your thought process, baby, I'm not the one. Like, I don't look for other... I'm not sitting here telling Ruben this story because I need him to agree with me. I'm not sitting here telling y'all this story because I want y'all to agree with me. It's my truth and it's what I'm going to stand in. What you're not going to do is question my character solely based off of an opinion that you formed for yourself and the fact that you're not seeing the issues with the part that you played in it it's cool you could stand 10 tones down in the part that you played in it but i'm not saying that if, if this person approached me if he approached me and was like yo nina can we talk i would absolutely have a conversation but we could only go into that go into that conversation if we're willing to hear each other out i'm willing to hear him out and take accountability for the part that i played in it if i triggered you tell me i triggered you and what part of what i said triggered you no but you decided to talk to me while disrespectfully like if we got like, who is, I don't talk to any, oh, I talk to my friends with respect. You not my friend if you're going to talk to me wild like that. My mm-hmm. own mother don't even talk to me like that. Sir, who do you think you are and trying to speak to me wild crazy? Like, yeah, you weren't cussing at me, but it was the level of aggression in which you were speaking to me that I was like, yo, who are you, my guy? Like, it just didn't make sense to me. And I'm just like, because I asked you if, we, if you could go to the, if you had time to go to the gym. I'm confused. And then he told me, nah, he was going to go with a shorty. I said, bet, no worries, it's fine. I can go by myself. And then he spazzed on me. Oh, connecting dots over here. Okay. I'm like, this don't make no sense. And then to sit there and be like, oh, there's no bad blood. Ooh. It sounds like you're trying to convince yourself that there's no bad blood. Baby, I'm still getting eight hours of sleep every night. You're actually one of the people I pray for. I pray. So it's like, it, like, what do you mean there's no bad blood? No, you just don't want to look like the bad guy. But it's always easier to paint me than to be the bad guy. It I is. don't got this thick it skin for is. no reason. It really is. So I just, <laughs> I laughed at it. You know when you have to like laugh at it? Right. <laughs> just paint. You laugh at it and then you really sit and think about it. Then you, I went through the five stages of grief in that. Because I was like, it was like, it was reopening a wound. Because I'm like, damn, I really trusted you, bro. And then you go because you have nothing else to talk to somebody about. You chose me to be the topic. Don't gas me up. <laughs> Don't gas me up. Don't do that. Don't do that. How am I still occupying your mind? But when you see me in person, you skedaddle. Mm. You ever seen rats disperse really okay. fast? Yeah. Okay. Don't fucking play with me. Don't fu- Yo, God's still working on me. Don't play with me. I can't. Anyways, why had you fucked up? <laughs> well. Sickening. Um, so the past 14 days, once I left here last uh, two weeks ago, I had a sore throat. And I was like, wait, what is going on? I'm sick again. Oh, awesome. Again. It's only the fourth week in a fucking row. Um, so... Yeah, and then out of nowhere, I was told that my mom has COVID, and then I had COVID, so my whole house went through the whole COVID little, uh, what a, you know, the little COVID episode, and it was just literally like, having COVID is, is different, it's weird, um, you kind of have a cold, you have a major fucking headache in the back of your head, uh, your back hurts, and this is for, um, what is it, Omicron or Omicron? Omicron. Um, so your back hurts and you only feel relief when you go to the bathroom. And I'm just letting everyone know. Yo, hold up. Yeah, your back is literally killing you. Like, it's mm-hmm. killing you. 
And you feel the relief when you go to the bathroom because you're letting everything go. At least that's when did I, the CDC release this symptom? So, right. So I was telling everyone that I had back pain and they're like, that's not a symptom. That's I'm not a symptom. Sick. And I'm like, I'm sick. but if uh, I was on TikTok and everyone that was getting Omicron was saying, yo, my back is hurting. Everyone was having back pain. So I'm like, maybe it's a symptom that they're not like aware of, but it's really, it really is. It's a common, a lot of people had back pain. My mom had back pain. Um, it just started one by one. And then I also auditioned while well, with COVID because I'm a fucking superstar. He's the bad bitch. I auditioned virtually for Quam in Boston and I actually got in, which my audition tapes, I'm not the proudest of. I want to see them. I do. No, you don't. It's I actually do. really, uh, it's just like three minutes of me like, because <sighs> I had to wear a mask. I was home. But one of my brothers didn't have COVID, so we were all wearing masks. And I was in the living room, and I was dancing on top of that. And y'all know I'm a thick bitch, period. So it was like, the breathing was just, it was, it was breathing, baby. The lungs were working. Lungs were working OT. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I got in. Today's my first rehearsal. I'm very excited. Um, I'm not looking forward to the recovery, because after a three-hour rehearsal, your body is literally just like bitch i'm done i'm done and now i have to drive back home whereas before i would take the train and get to relax now i have to drive and i'm like <laughs> put that bitch in, in cruise right, control like, uh, once you hit the highway um so yeah i got into that i'm very excited my first show is actually in two weeks january 29th we're going to be performing at boston university so if you're in the massachusetts boston area um definitely check them out at quam fam on instagram I'm going to meet everyone today, so I am excited. It's going to be a new chapter of dance at 32 years old. Uh, I haven't danced like that in competing teams since I was 27. So It's been what, like six years? She's... (laughs) (laughs) When I say the body will hurt, the body will hurt tomorrow. But it is what it is. We push forward. We're chasing our goals and our dreams, and that is all that matters. Um, yeah, other than that, these past 14 days, I've just been trying to get healthy. I'm still testing positive for COVID um, as of last Tuesday. I haven't tested since because they told me to stop testing. Um, you're going to test positive for about 90 days. So with Omicron. Now it's 90 days? With Omicron. So you're going to continue to test positive because whatever the case may be. But... The only way that you should be, you know, uh, cautious is if you're having symptoms, which I no longer have symptoms. I just have my regular stuffy nose. And y'all know my voice leaves every other day because I talk <clears throat> with so much bass in it. Um, so other than that, I've been good. And yeah. Word. All right, y'all. Let's close this out and head into our next section, which is. Ay, bendito. Alrighty, y'all. Welcome back to I Bendito, the part of the show where we go through any media headlines, local headlines, and just give y'all some of our opinions on it. You know? You know? All right. So let's start off with a COVID count. Because <coughs> this week I'm part of that COVID count. Um, there's a total in Essex County of 181,000 cases. And still 2,831 deaths with uh, the past seven days. New cases of COVID are 2,082. So it's very much still rampant. Make sure you're wearing your mask in small settings. 
It's very much still out here doing its thing. Corona virus. Yes, sis. <laughs> You're living. I, I want to talk about this Britney Spears drama with Jamie Lynn and how Jamie Lynn went on television. Oh, no. Nah. And is trying to paint this picture that she's innocent, that this had nothing to do with her, that she didn't know about it, but was collecting checks. Um, and that when she got older, she finally t- decided to make decisions on the conservatorship, but she wasn't too sure as to what it was and how. So she got to make decisions on Britney's conservatorship, but she knew nothing about it. Very Kentucky. It's giving very Kentucky. It's giving very much. I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm going to do what I'm told. And then Britney Spears basically went online and like attacked her and was like, what about she the- can do that now? Because she's free. What about the time when you put a knife, uh, when you came at me with a knife or something, and now they're like going back and forth, which is really, it's really, it is super embarrassing to see them, you know, at this level. Like, Britney's a whole icon. Britney literally gets to say whatever the fuck she wants now. Yeah. So she's like, she also is posting very like naked pictures online, which I live for. I'm like, is that what it means to be free? Yeah. Confused. I just question if Britney has anyone in her corner right now that loves her because, like, the things that I'm seeing that she's posting, I'm just like, I want your freedom. I absolutely do. I don't want you to go back to the situation you were in, but you need some social media training. because. Well, I mean, because we haven't seen that side of Britney because of the conservatorship, we applaud the Kardashians for it. So We do, we do. But she's Britney- just catching up. Britney Spears <laughs> is a royal icon. Like she deserves where she's at. She deserves her level as opposed to Kim and and the uh, rest of them who who bought their way up. So it's like for me, growing up as a hardcore Britney Spears fan and then seeing her now and I'm like, I'm I'm here for it. I love it. But I just don't want people to get the wrong impression. And it could go Especially we, if you're we, new to the Britney gang. We see the Kims and the Kylies and the Chloe's, and yes, they are out here nude, but they're doing it in somewhat more of a tasteful fashion where it's like in a photo shoot or selling a product as opposed to Britney Spears, who's just in her, you know, her glamorous room. But, you know, just it, I'm like, just get to working, get working. That's what I'm trying to get. Mama, let's put together the tour. Like, Come let's on. let's get working. <laughs> if you want to get naked, I'm here for it. But let's sell the product. Let's sell the image. Let's remember the brand that is Britney Spears. Mm. Speaking of Kardashians, listen. So word on the street is that Kanye didn't get invited to Chicago's birthday party, uh, and Travis Scott was the one that dropped the Addy, and Kylie had to let tell security to let Kanye in. And, 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 and then Kanye also explained in an interview with, I believe... But I thought he said that Tristan told him. It was Jason Lee. No, it was Travis. It was Travis. Okay. I believe it was Jason Lee of Hollywood Unlocked. They sat down together. Yep, and yep, they yep. he spoke about why he bought a house across the street from, the, from Kim. And he uh-huh. was like, you're not keeping me from my kids. Like, yeah. he, And then he explained how um, when his they were dad. in... His dad in Atlanta stayed for his job when his mom... Moved to Chicago. And, and him moved to Chicago. Which, which he was like, the very dangerous streets of Chicago. And I was like, can... <laughs> We get it. Like, did we need to say all that? We get it. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I think again, we don't know what's going on with that. Um, I mean, it sounds like he wants to be there for his kids. So I just, I don't know. I thought it was kind of weird that like I, he wasn't invited to the I saw party. Some of the or comments. maybe he was invited, but like he never got sent the Addy. I don't know. I saw some of the comments, and some people were like, "Well, why doesn't he just throw 
her a birthday party himself. I saw that comment. Why can't he just throw him up? And, and it was like, boy, was please. Like, and it's just I like, get you it. have the, the way that we have demonized black fathers, and you have a black father who's like, I want to be there for my children. And then it's like, y'all was all down Kim's throat talking about she taking R, she taking R, she taking Armeans. And then she makes him a, a father. And then what now it's still an issue that this father wants to be a part of his children's lives like when do we cut the narrative of like the evil black father who's never there this man actively is like no i'm trying to be there for my kids i feel like that's the time that we see him being the most sane is when he's with his children i also think that we're still looking at the situation as kanye you know kanye is the the main topic of this conversation when it really needs to be kim like you you know the role that you're playing. You know what you're doing. You know how strategic this family is. Like, you didn't just not get an invite. Like, it was planned. And then I saw him speaking with Chris in one of the videos. And I was like, I wonder what that conversation is like. But he he was thankful. Like, in the he made a video, like, driving home from the party. Like, oh, I just came home from, from my daughter's birthday party. You know, it was nice to see everybody. I got to see Chris. And, like, she had mentioned, like, he, she, he had mentioned that it was nice to see everybody and be able to have conversations with people. Like, he... From what the clip I saw, it didn't look like he was speaking from a place of anger. He was just stating, like, I'm going to be there for my kids. And then the the clip with Jason Lee and him speaking, like, he was like, this is why I did this. Like, I'm not I'm not going to move across town or whatever to I want to be near my kids. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense. And I don't know. He can, a- I mean, if he wants to be petty, he can absolutely throw her an even bigger party if yeah. he wanted to. Yeah. But. I think it's I think we're missing the fact that he just it wasn't about the party. It was about him being present. Yeah, he just wanted to be present for his daughter's birthday. It didn't matter how lavish it was. He just wanted to be present. I can kind of see, though, why they didn't invite him, though. Did they thought he was going to wall out? Judging they on think his he was gonna wall past, out? like I can kind of see that. Like, But we've never seen him wall out with his ki- when he's around I his think- kids. True, but it, uh, at least I mean, let me make I statements. I've yeah, never I, seen I him while out true, like we when he's around his kids. It's not showcased, but we don't know what the situation is. At like home. we've seen him while out in concert in other social settings. But when, when we've only ever seen pictures of him with his kids smiling and whatever. But again, we're only seeing a highlight reel, a snippet. We don't right, know what's what right. really went on behind closed doors. If they're in a custody battle, whatever that looks like. But it's just he wanted he just wanted to be present like. It didn't, I don't know. I, it's just, I just thought it was super interesting because that family's all about family. And right. how many times did y'all forgive Tristan? I'm confused. <laughs> Anyways. Um, a volcano erupted. Oh, did you hear about that? No, I did not. A volcano erupted underwater and the whole West Coast now is on a tsunami warning um, because it, it's supposedly it's the, the biggest eruption of a underwater volcano that has ever been recorded. Like you can Ooh. see it from space. Like there's video. Yeah, there's video. And it's, I think it's Tonga, Tonga. I don't know, Tonga Island. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's out there. And uh, the whole West Coast is on tsunami alert. Hawaii is on tsunami alert right now. And like there's video surfacing of like the waves. And they're saying like the waves, these waves that are hitting the shore now are the like baby waves. Like, it's going to get worse. Oh, it's a ripple effect. Yeah, like, it's just growing and growing and growing. Um, so that should be interesting to hear within the next few days, seeing what happens. Hopefully nothing happens. And 
anybody on the West Coast who's listening, because we do have some West Coast listeners. We do. It's exciting. We hope you guys are safe and doing the damn thing. I was listening this morning to a recent interview with B. Scott on the B. Scott show, and uh, it was his interview from The Real this past week. Obviously, we haven't been tuning into The Real, but... It was interesting to hear because if anybody remembers B. Scott, um, who is a trans non-binary celebrity, was hosting the BET Awards back in 2013. He was immediately pulled off the red carpet because of the way that he was dressed. Uh, After the show had already started, after he already started hosting, halfway through the show, immediately was pulled out because I guess people were feeling, rappers were feeling uncomfortable being interviewed by him. And... They, he was brought to the back, or they were brought to the back and told they needed to tie their hair back, have more of a masculine look if they wanted to return to the carpet. Obviously, they said no. Huh. And Adrian Balon was pulled to continue the show. So she was there because it was the Reels' first year promoting. They were there at the BET Awards. This is 2013, okay? Um, and I guess she was there and like producers, like obviously through networking and connection, producers saw her and were like, hey, can you jump in? We need you right away. Like, da, 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 da. and I guess this is, you know, this is how showbiz works. And she just she's like, I literally was just walking and somebody ran up to me, said that they wanted me to start hosting and you know, handing me the mic. She's hosting like, the red carpet or hosting the, the red carpet. The oh, red OK. Carpet. I was like, because those are two different hosts. Carpet. Yeah. Yeah. And um, she just started hosting and she's like, I never found out what happened. I heard about it after I never had a chance to speak to you or, you know, apologize. She's like, you know, I I just she felt like he like I think his pronouns are he. So I can say he I think uh, she felt that he resented her Mm. because of it. And he said he did uh, because he thought that she was in on it or whatever the case like she knew and she didn't speak up. And she was like, no, she apologized. She's like, I really didn't know genuinely. And I just was doing the job. You know, they they pulled me out. I wasn't even there to host. I was there with the reel. They pulled me, brought me on. And I remember seeing that because it was like one minute you saw B. Scott, commercial break, you came back. Then it was just Adrian Balon randomly. No announcement, no nothing. It was just, hi, I'm Adrian Balon. And I was like, what the hell? Like, this is crazy. Something must have happened. Mm. And come to find out that. Anyways, now he's hosting um, the 20s After Show, which if you don't watch 20s on BET, you're missing out. It's such a good show. He's hosting that. What was that um, right. on BET and it's coming full circle and they were just talking about that. So I thought that was pretty interesting. I like that behind the scenes stuff for me. It gives mm. me like it makes me excited. Um, what else? What else? That was all I had. That's honestly. Pretty much it. That's pretty much That's it. it. Let's close this out and head over to our next section. Oh, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break. Be right back. Caldero Talk. Welcome back to Caldero Talk, and this is the part of the show where we let you know what the topic is, and we dissect and discuss it. So today's topic is boundaries are not beef. Just because I said a boundary does not mean that there is beef. The sooner some of y'all grasp grasp that concept do it again do it again this is this is for the bald bitches in the back (laughs) (laughs) 
the ASMR. That was me grabbing the mic. As soon as y'all grasp that concept, I feel like the world would be a much better place. Right. Because people are walking around here painting this narrative that someone who had set bound healthy boundaries that you crossed ain't shit because they cut you off. <sighs> Bars. But it's like, have y'all sat back? Okay. Have y'all sat back to think about what part you played in it? I know. I feel like the topic of this year is going to be accountability. Accountability. Because there's no way to step forward. People love to be like, oh, forgive and forget. No, baby. That's not the era we're in. Yeah. We're going to forgive, but only if you could take accountability for the part that you played in it. I, but I think it's hard. I, I was recently having this conversation with a friend. And I was talking about, you know, a situation that happened between him and the other person. And I had to, like, stop and, you know, explain, like, you know, do you take a look at the actions that you played in that situation? Mm -hmm. And I think when you do that, you have a better understanding of why things worked out the way that they did. I know that I have had numerous fallouts with friends, fallouts, repairs, fallouts, repairs. Regardless Mm -hmm. of what my friend circle has stayed the same, that's just the relationship that we've had. But and there's been, you know, things that I've said in times that I'm like, I'm never fucking speaking to them again. But I've had to sometimes sit down and be like, well, what role did I play? What, you know, could I have Mm -hmm. been better? Could I have done this better? And now, you know, especially in in my group of friends now, I I set my standards. I set my boundaries of like, hey, so, you know, I'm going to communicate with you. You communicate with me. Like, let's make this work out. And so on and so forth. And I think it's hard for people to sit there and be like, well, I did this. Well, I did that. That's why I acted like this. But I want like I want to take a quick little detour. It's one thing to sit and listen to someone vent to you. But you also got to understand, are you adding fuel to that person's fire? The way that he sat there, how Ruben just said, I've said to the person, well, what part did you play in it? Those aren't conversations that are happening a lot of the time when people are venting. It's like, damn, they did that. How'd you respond? That's crazy. I would have been cut them off. And I, met, I forget that mess. And, and this and, and it's right, like when so it's when, not it's not constructive. When it's someone who I'm not really close to and they're venting to me, that is where I go. Mm. You know, because I'm not really close to you. One, two, I honestly don't give a fuck. Like I don't care what your situation is. But you know, I'll be a lending. I'll, I'll lend an ear, whatever it is. Mm. But I don't want to sit here and and give be your therapist. But if you're a close friend and like I'm I'm like yo, we're having a heart to heart. I am gonna ask that. I think it's important to ask. You know, what role did you play? Because there's two sides to every story, and then there's the truth, as we all know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can be gossiping to someone else about me, but did you ask yourself what role you you played to get me to act like that? And and sometimes people do things. And then they have they turn on these goggles of just like it, it never happened. They be bl- yo, it it's, it's that but it's that victim mentality because they don't know how not to be the victim. And being the victim, you're you get more aid when you're in need. You get more help. You get more more people paying attention than when you're not. If you're if you're not if you're gonna sit there and take accountability, now you have nothing to offer the conversation because people love listening to cheese man. People love listening to to other people's misery. Misery loves company. So when you are able to acknowledge and and own up to the fact that I played this role, then the conversation becomes boring. Now if you are mature, emotionally mature, mature. not mature, mature, mature. He's stupid. <laughs> if you're emotionally mature enough to sit there, then you it can still be a constructive conversation. It might be something that you might have to hear for yourself and you can apply it to your own situations in life. You might have needed to be there in that moment to hear what they were saying. So that way you can apply it and pinpoint areas in your life where, again, it can be applied and you can call yourself out on it so that you can now hold yourself accountable. 
And I definitely think it's a cop-out to sit there with a group of people to discuss one person. Like, this one person has so much power over... Right, like y'all think people. y'all kikiing, but the other person's actually winning because they still getting sleep while you sitting in a circle talking to your shit. Yeah, I mean, and there is a difference from venting and, you know, just talking shit. out talking shit. Like, Th- if you're yo, venting, you're venting. If you're talking shit, like... That's when you. That's when the name calling starts happening. That's that's. I talk that's a lot when, of shit. That's when you start dragging people for <laughs> random shit. Like you know, they ain't bought a new pair of sneakers in forever. That's why they dusty, crusty, oh, musty. No, no, I don't. Like no, you know I'm what I'm saying? Like that. when you get like real that. petty with it versus like, or when you start throwing things at people's faces, like oh, I did this for that person, I did that for that person, baby. Then that wasn't unconditional love. It came with terms and conditions. And when it no longer applied to you and no longer benefited you, that's when you pulled it out and you decided to start throwing it around. And now you're wondering why that person isn't coming around. And it's like because they saw through the bullshit. Like I definitely think that's something that I'm trying to learn. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the whole terms and conditions part. Because I don't like to measure my friendships off the things, off the favors that I do for them. But for some reason, I've noticed that, like, when I get upset with them, it automatically brings me back to, well, what about when I did this for you? What about when I did that for you? And it's going to take work. If you're, you, again, like, these things aren't going to happen overnight. Like, I was that person, like, damn, that's crazy. I, I did this for that person. I did that for that person. And it's like, yeah, you did those things, but, like, you did it out of love. Like, don't let what their actions towards you dictate how, how you're going to treat the next person who might be deserving of your friendship. Just take it as a warning for the next time. Yeah, that's it. Just like, but the thing is, I don't want it to deter me from, because it's hard for me not to... um do things for other people when I care for them. And I don't want, you know, me being hurt in the past by by certain friendships to stop me from demonstrating how good of a friend I can be to any potential new people that might come into my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then that's when that whole, like, time is just... Time doesn't mean anything to me when it comes to friendships. I've had people that I've met in the last six months that have treated me like a better friend than motherfuckers I've known for the last 15 years. Mm. And it's and then again, like I've been deemed the bad guy because it's like, oh, well, you don't have long term friendships. And it's like, yes, I do. I don't have to see them all the time. And there was a meme that was going around that was like, uh, like you like how many of y'all have a best friend, but y'all ain't got no pictures together. Y'all ain't have no anything. Me and my best friend don't talk all the time. Me and my best friend don't see each other all the time. But when we get together, it's always a good time. You know what I'm saying? And like I met her when I graduated from college. And that's called adulting. Like. That's adulting. Like to sit there and think that, oh, because we're in the same city, I got to see you all the time. If you have the time, sure, by all means, go ahead. Uh, but your say- measurement of friendship is not my measurement of friendship. We have two Thank different you. measurements. My boundaries look different from your boundaries. But again, in a friendship, you have to have a conversation of what those boundaries are. So that way you understand it now if we don't come to an agreement and what and our boundaries then we can go our separate ways it's not beef i'm not fighting with you i'm not dragging your name if i see you in the streets i'm gonna say what's up like it's not that deep for me so it's just like this weird ass construct that when you set boundaries oh it's an issue what why don't we sit and talk about why it's an issue? Right. Has no one ever set boundaries with and you before? And it's also an issue because you're not willing to accept it and you're not willing to see me in that light. You're only willing to see me at at the rate that you allow yourself to see me. Like, you know what I'm saying? You Sometimes when you're on this path of growth and, and you're growing and you're like, yo, I'm going to be better, I'm going to do this, I'm going to... 
there are going to be people who are just going to fall off because they, one, they have People like the broken version Two, of you. They don't want the healed version because they don't have access. They don't have access to certain access, aspects exactly. of the healed version of you. But the broken version is the turn up. Yeah. So they want to keep you there. And and they'll keep you right where they can keep that foot, honey. Right there. Right just down your neck. Right when it's available. Right on your neck. They'll call you when it's available. They'll need you when it's available. But I think it's important to, when you realize that those are the friendships that you're having, to set those boundaries and be like, you don't have to, I don't have to tell you my boundaries. I can literally just act upon my own boundaries and be like, yo. And if you ask me, yo, why are you acting different? I'm going to tell you straight out, like, listen, I'm just not rocking with that energy. Like, you wanted some different shit right now. I'm not rocking with it. Like, hit me up when you're done going through this phase and we can go back to being friends. But right now, like, I just don't need this in my life. Mm. And I think when you're honest with people like that, they're like, they don't want to take it. It's super interesting to me how like when you like when I think back to some of my friendships, how we used to sit with a glass of wine and talk about, you know, we got to we have to take care of ourselves first, put ourselves first, put ourselves first. And then it's like when one of us well, acted honey, upon putting ourselves first, it goes back to the quotes. It goes back to the quote that people love to preach, but they don't love to practice. Mm. And that is hard for people. It's easy for people to say the right things around the right people. But it's hard for people to pull up with that same game. And I, I've noticed that. I've mm-hmm. noticed that in a lot of people that I'm like, it's easy for you to sit there and tell me what I want to hear, thinking that it matters to me, that it like it's going to determine something. You're going to prove someone who you are to me, when in reality, you need to prove who you are to yourself. I can sit here every day and say, to Nina, I'm going to work out today, I'm going to work out today, I'm going to work out today, but I don't go work out. The only person that is um, affected by that is me. Yep. You're still going about your day, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, we need to also learn how to stop saying these things around certain people to make ourselves look a certain type of way. Because if you can't keep up, then you got to let them go and figure out what's going on with you until you can get to that level. And that's, and I feel like when it comes to setting boundaries, like if you have to go your separate ways, like I've I've been preaching this for a minute now. Like not everybody's gonna come along for the journey. Period. Like you like it's it's not a bad thing when you've outgrown someone. Like it's okay. Like it's it listen, we don't all fit in our jeans from high school. We outgrew them. It's okay. Mama's let it go. You're not going to get back to those. And if you do, more power to you. But it's just like, I just don't get why. And this is why social media like messes me up. Because it's like people love like their daily little quotes. Their daily little, oh, make sure you choose you. Oh, setting boundaries is okay. It'd be the same mofos that don't know what to do when someone sets a boundary that involves them. Mm. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't correlate. So it's like, right now, boundaries, negative energy... Uh, choosing me, self care, all those things are so prevalent and running rampant on social media that, and at this point, it's they're they're losing their value mm-hmm. because it's being used so frivolously that again, it's losing its value and it's now put it into practice. That's that. So back to when I was talking about El Chis Man, like how that played out with me and, and a friend. It's like. You know me well enough to know that the things that I speak on on social media, I'm actually putting into practice in real life. That's why those when my name comes up in conversation negatively, that's why it bothers me. It bothers me because I'm not getting on Sofrito Speaks every other week and talking about things like this. I'm not jumping on my Instagram. I'm not jumping on TikTok to talk about these things. I'm putting these things into practice. I've practiced it. 
I've applied it and I'm still learning it. Like it's, it's, it's a constant process that continues to go. So when I do hear my name in a negative light, I'm like, how, right. how, right. It don't make no sense. Again, again, I set boundaries and it's okay to let people go, especially you got to think about it this way on top of boundaries and, you know, y'all going y'all separate ways and, and, you know, not everybody's coming along for the journey on top of all of that. It's like, there are some friends that I outgrew because our lifestyles are no longer the same. Mm. People got married. People had kids. I'm single kidless. Kidless. Hey. We no longer have. What do we have in common? Nothing. Your priorities look different. And that's okay. Yeah. How are we getting mad at people? We're, again, we want, we're in such a victim mentality that it's like when someone makes a decision for themselves because, again, our priorities now look different because we're grown and things now look different. We're not 16, 17-year-olds anymore. Like, we're not running around trying to figure out the world. I mean, we're still trying to figure out life, but, like, trying to figure out what is it we're doing. Like, a lot of, a lot of people have settled down, had kids, bought a house, did those societal standard things. That's not where I'm at. Yeah. So I want to be around people who are on the same level as me. And that's no diss to people who've chosen this life. It's not the life I've chosen to live yet. Not to say it can never happen, but not right now. So I'm over on this side. And it's just like, what? I just, you know, I feel like I'm sounding like a broken record at this point. I'm so tired of talking about this shit. I'm tired of talking about friends. Like, (laughs) I got the ones I got and I'm cool with them. Right. How many of us have? I think been? I think that's how we can end that right there. Is literally like the friends that you have, take a look around and see: Are you really cool with these people? And how can you be better if there are certain areas that you're like? And ask them, yo. I know we've been rocking with each other for a minute. How, like, what do you need from me? How am I doing? How do I elevate? How do we elevate this friendship? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it. Like, it might sound corny, but if you want. Uh, uh, but a friendship is a if you relationship. Want a, like, a, yeah, if you want a relationship to flourish, you have to nourish it. How are you going to go about that? Setting boundaries is a healthy way to go about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have a friend that likes to go out and drink, that's cool. But if you're a friend that, if you're the person that has FOMO, but you just appreciate an invite, let that friend know, listen, I'm going to come and indulge with you in some beverages, but I still like an invite. Have that conversation. You know, there's, and there's a, a plethora of, um, examples in that but it's just when someone sets a boundary why don't you and you feel offended why don't you stop and think about why you feel offended it might be a deep rooted issue within you as to why you feel offended when someone sets a boundary a lot of y'all need some therapy yeah honestly and listen we're looking for new clients at my job i'm just kidding He's stupid. Not the shameless plug. Anyways, let's close this out and head over to our last section, which is... A reposar. Welcome back to the part of the show that we like to call reposar. And this is when we are going to give any shout outs, announcements, whatever, what have you. So, or quotes that really stuck out to us this week. What do you got? Um, I'm going to pull this out of the yin-yang, and I'm going to say, similar to trust the process, but really, really trust yourself. And know that you're going on this journey, but know that you can handle it, and everything that it may, you know, may bring to you, you know that you can take it on. Um, yeah, pretty much. 
Um, in the spirit of setting boundaries, I think that we need to think about how we fit people into our schedule. So stop rearranging your schedule to make time for people who won't even think about penciling you in to theirs. Purr is the train. Purr. I absolutely love that. I have no announcements. Uh, again, we want to thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you guys check us out all over our social media platforms. And that's that on that, that's that on that. My name is Rosales, and I'm blasting off. And I'm Nina Montañez. Stay blessed, mi gente. Oh, Thank you for tuning into this episode of Sofrito Speaks. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Sofrito Speaks to keep up with all of our latest content.